And we are on. I am Deb Clear, the socialite. I am calling in from my new office in Atlanta, Georgia. This is just like the coolest thing in the world. Gotta love this tech. Gina, are you there? I am. Yay! <laughs> oh, oh, now see, I had Gina on as my first guest when we were doing this all remotely on purpose because she is the geek of the queen of tech. So, you know, this is Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Well, welcome, everyone. I want to do a quick introduction of Gina. As I mentioned, I am Deb Creer, the socialite. I am uh, passionate about working with people and showing them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. Just did a little uh, uh, change there of my mic, so hopefully this is a little bit better sound. But um, I... We are, you know, having so much fun with this, being able to uh, do this remotely. As I mentioned, I am now in Atlanta, Georgia, so, you know, this is just fabulous to have this tech. And as I said, we have Gina Shrek as my guest. Gina was one of my first guests uh, ooh, months ago when we first started this program. Let me give a little a bit of a bio about Gina for those of you who don't know her. She is a technology and social media freak and co-founder of Synapse Connecting, where they help you use today's technology to build your business. They manage social media activity when you don't have the time or the resources. She has written six, six, count them, six books, including Getting Geeky with Twitter, Build Your Business and Manage Your Brand. She speaks at virtual events and live events. It does just take her a little bit longer to do her hair for live events, but um, she is just an absolute fabulous person. She is the mother of four uh, little Shreklets, and I do want to talk in a little bit because one of the, the Shrek children is off traveling, and I want to find out how Gina is using social media to keep up with them. So with that, Gina, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yes, as a matter of fact, you know, we always line up all the technology before our adventurous daughter takes off to another country so that we can use technology to stay connected, just like we're doing here. I know, you know, and, and it's funny because it wasn't that long ago when we, you know, we had just snail mail and, you know, telephone lines. And right. now, you know, we can stay connected. Obviously, we're doing this through Skype, uh, just the audio portion, not video, you know, so that's kind of the cool thing. I didn't have to comb my hair or exactly. brush my teeth even. <laughs> Gotta love that. But, um, you know, the, the one thing that I really wanted to, to get caught up on, I've been kind of offline with all this move stuff for about two and a half weeks. So the reason I wanted to have Gina on was to catch us up and catch me up as to what the heck has been going on. Because as we know, social media moves at the speed of light. It is incredible how much things change. Um, So Gina, just kind of jump in. Tell me what I have missed. You're the last thing I knew. (laughs) Facebook went public and kind of (laughs) went... Yeah, we called it the the week of Facebook disappointments because, uh, you know, they went public. They came out with a, a Facebook page manager for an app, which, you know, most people don't realize this, but Facebook does not have a mobile app. So it's kind of interesting. Most people think, oh, yeah, I have a mobile app, but it's not for business. It's it's not for your business pages. You can log on to your app on your phone for personal postings and commenting. But to manage a business page, um, there really has not been anything. Even the apps, the personal apps, 
we're just lacking. And so the big news, Facebook came out with this business page up. I still find it uh, lacking. And then the most recent, they came out with Facebook Scheduler and Facebook Promoted Ads. And again, there's some good things, and then there's some why didn't they think this through things? <laughs> it's kind of what happens every time with Facebook. You know, they, they make these changes and we all go, ooh, ick, 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 and then we settle in and, and things calm down. But, you know, let's go back and talk about the page manager app. Is that only for the people who have those eye it, things? It is. It so is. My, an eye, so yeah, it is an iPad and iPhone app. So, again, kind of one of those things going, you know, they're they're targeting a big rollout, and they're only hitting half of the users. Um, but it it is, we said, one step closer. This is um, true. You know, you're able to, from an iPad, in the past, from your iPad, if you tried to update your Facebook business page, you could write the text of the status, but you could not load a picture. So it was very frustrating trying to load a photo to a business page and and yet, about a year ago, there was that you could email a photo, take a take a picture with your phone or your iPad, and then mm-hmm. email it to your business page, and it would show up on the business page right. in the post. Well, they they that went away, uh. and yeah, and and so you there was no more email. It wouldn't it wouldn't post it. So then they came out with this page manager, and we thought, oh, this is why. So you can load a photo from the new page manager app, and you can. Check, again, comments made on your post. You can post directly to your page. However, your photos must be on the device. So you cannot access photos, for example, on in your Dropbox or oh, okay. other cloud storage. Which so if is, you've taken a picture with your yeah. phone, then you can do it. But if it's something it. else, too bad, so sad. Exactly. But, you know, I keep saying, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. So that, that was a big... Um, rollout. I think the scheduled post caused bigger stir, and I don't know if you've played with that yet. Have you I haven't scheduled? yet, so tell me a little bit about it. You know, if you're a Hootsuite or TweetDeck user right. or other third-party apps, you can actually schedule a Facebook post. Perfect, and I love doing that. I almost yeah. did that when I was going to be moving so that people would never know that I was off. That you were gone. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when people say that about their uh, business pages. They say, I like posting when I'm on vacation. Um, schedule the content to drop, but then they can just log in from their mobile devices while they're laying on the beach, and they can just check comments and reply to things, but yet they don't have to schedule content and look up content. So, um, But Facebook kind of penalizes you when you post from a third-party app. Right. It doesn't like that because it wants you to be in Facebook. It wants you to be in Facebook, and the penalty is fewer people actually see your post. So it gets a lower edge rank score, and therefore it doesn't stay in the news feed very long, and so fewer people actually see it. So what Facebook did is they came out with a scheduler built into the page. So you can, on your business page, you can go to your business page, and just like you're um, typing a status, you type the status, and there's a little clock in the bottom left-hand corner. However, here's once again where they didn't think through this, or I don't understand the reasoning behind this. You have to have 400 fans on your page, minimum. If you have less than 400 page, uh, I'm sorry, not for the schedule, for the promoted. To promote a post, you have to have 400. So the schedule oh, okay. should be, it should be for everyone. Okay, um, great. Well, and I should I should say there are still some countries saying they, they still don't see it. 
Um, but but the scheduler is there. It's a little clock in the bottom, and so you type your post and then you schedule. Now sometimes people have said I go to schedule it, and it says I must first put in when my business was founded. Um, which is true. Facebook needs to know what year was your business founded. Oh, okay. That's so that's what it's using as its baseline. Exactly. Then. So that it's saying, okay, if you were founded in 1999, then anything after that can be posted on your page. So you can you can schedule a post into the future, or you can go into the past back to the day you were founded. So okay. once you have that in the about area, you can schedule a post. Um, the downside about scheduling on Facebook, we've noticed not every one of them will post. Now, no. that's probably true in other third-party apps as well. You're right. You know, you get a little glitch in there. Yeah. and So, you know, we have noticed that a few times going, that's weird. I scheduled that. It never went out. Um, now, is so there a limit to the out. number of things that you can schedule? No. And you can schedule out, I believe, out to six months. Great, so, yeah, because that's one of the tips that I tell people who tell me I am just far too busy to do right. Facebook. You know, I, I tell them, sit down on Sunday when, you know, the Rockies are on or the Broncos or hmm, now I'm in the land of the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so you schedule, you know, you're sitting there watching TV. You're doing whatever. Schedule your posts for the week. Now, it's right. not the only post you do. Because you, you definitely want to have you know, live interaction with people. But, you know, it, it does give a way for people to not be quite so panicky that, oh, no, 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 I have to be at my computer. It's 3 p.m. Ah, you know. And also just being more thoughtful to the type mm-hmm. of content. I think when people right. post on the spot, sometimes they're just trying to scrounge something to put mm-hmm. a post up, and it's not really strategic. So you're right. I think sitting down in the beginning of the week and saying, are there any themes for the week? Are there any holidays coming up? Right. Are there any um, promotions that I'm running? So, you know, putting some thought and then scheduling your posts on Facebook to then see what posts do I have scheduled. You have to go up into the top area of your Facebook page where it says edit page. Okay. And in the edit page, there is now an area that says use your activity log. Mm -hmm. And your activity log will show what posts you have scheduled. Ah. So, yeah, so you can kind of take, and it shows what went out in the past, I think it's the past week. Okay. So you can look at the past. So that that was big news. Again, it, it's kind of the downside for us on our team. We have so many people posting and scheduling mm-hmm. that I cannot see all of that in one dashboard versus Hootsuite allows I can see every account we manage right. in mm-hmm. one dashboard, so it's just easier for a team to use. But mm-hmm. we're trying to measure, is the edge rank score higher by doing it this way? Nice. So, yeah, and we're not noticing a huge spike, but maybe two percentage points um, more of the percentage of people that actually have been reached by that post. So I, it's interesting. I haven't seen that it's really worth it, um, but the promoted post is definitely worth it. The promoted post, you can take a post, and this is the one you have to have 400 fans okay. in order to use the promoted post. And when you go to schedule a post, same thing, you go to write it in the status box, you'll see right there in the box there's a little um, option to promote. If you have over 400 fans, you'll see the word promote, and then it's kind of like buying an ad. Facebook says for $5, it'll reach uh, another 
600 people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right now I've, I've looked at that and it says, you know, yeah. $5. The estimated reach at this amount is 800 Right. Okay. And Who are those more, 800 the more you people? Spend. What's it? Yeah. How did it decide 800 people could see I this? I know. And that this is where I, I call this one the, the Facebook blackmail because you've already worked hard to get these fans. Right. But now Facebook is saying in order for those fans to see your post, pay me $5. So, so now they can only see it if you if you paid it. It no, doesn't. What it does is it keeps it in the timeline longer. So so it bounces it back up. It bounces it back up. So typically after an hour, your post isn't even showing up in somebody's. You know, let's say I log in two minutes after you post something. So I see your post, but mm-hmm. Susie logs in two hours after you post it. She doesn't even see your post. Right, because she's not going to go back and look for me, even right. though or, Susie should love me. Exactly. Or Susie may not comment. Susie may read every one of our posts, but mm-hmm. she doesn't comment or like your post. She doesn't click the like. So because she's not engaging with the post, Susie may not even see the post that you put up unless you're doing the promoted post. Facebook says, okay, we're going to show this to 800 more people that might not even be seeing your post. So. It's not reaching new fans. It's reaching current fans and Again. their friends. Okay. So I said, you know, it's worth it if you have a big event you're trying to promote, maybe a, a new product or book launch. That would be when you would want to use the promoted post. And it, okay. and it does work. We played with it, and it got, um, I want to say, I'm trying to look for the actual post. It, it was more than double percentage points um, of people that it reached. Nice. Yeah. Well, we are already uh, at a point where we need to take a break. You know, I love this. It, we could talk <laughs> about this for like a bazillion hours. And so when we come back, let's continue talking about promoted posts. And I want to talk about edge rank and newsfeed more. You know, why when you're in your, your personal uh, news feeds, why you don't always see those business pages that you like. So let's right. talk about when they talk about that when we come back. Okay. Sounds great. Great. You're listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. Hey, man, you play really killer rock band guitar. Yeah, I wish it was a real guitar. Why don't you go get one? Have you seen the prices of new guitars today? Well, go check out Music Go Round. They sell some of the best used music and sound equipment on the planet. And with two stores in the area, you should be able to find exactly what you want and save a bundle at the same time. That's a rocking idea. I'll check them out on milehighradio.com because I think I saw that they're the official supplier for their sound equipment. Yeah, you know, I think they are. Hey, look, here's their banner ad right here on milehighradio.com. And it's got all their information on it. Hey, put down that fake guitar and let's go see what they got. That's a great idea. inventor or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to industry well for free information on how to proceed call this toll-free number call 800 
800-367-6500. InventHelp, one of America's largest invention companies, has inventor information you can have for free. Record your invention's date of origination, plus get an information brochure and other materials of interest to new inventors. Learn how to get this free information just by calling this toll-free number. Call 800-367-6500. That's one 800 367-6500. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll want this free inventor's information. It shows how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to industry. So call InventHelp right now, toll free. Call 800-367-6500. That's 1-800-367-6500. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media to promote themselves and their businesses. I am absolutely delighted that we have Gina Shrek with us. Gina is talking us through the the latest and greatest changes in social media because, you know, they do happen at the speed of light. We have been talking about your, your, your business page on Facebook and how to make more people see it. So let's kind of recap, Gina, to talk to us again about promoted posts and why those are so important. You know, I noticed that it only gives me the option of $5 and $10. How many, you know, if it says it shows for three days from when I first posted it. Correct. How many times does it keep reposting it? Well, I don't know that it's reposting. It's just keeping it up in the timeline feed for people who have not seen it. So if, if again, if I've liked your business page, mm-hmm. I may never see your post unless I interact with your post. Right. And that's what most people don't understand is the way Edge Rank, uh, this algorithm works is if I like your post, then it gives a certain level of, a certain point Mm-hmm. To the fact that, okay, I've engaged at least with your content. But if I comment on your post, it gets even more points, meaning mm-hmm. I'm going to be more likely to see the next time you post. Right. If I share your post, it's the ideal. Okay. Um, then I will see it. There's, um, and so the edge rank score determines the likelihood that I see it. So if I've already seen it, Facebook's not counting that. They're saying, who are the people that aren't even seeing your post? Because they never engage with your content. Those people are, it's going to stay in the feed for a little bit longer until those people see that post. Okay. And it's just a whole mystery to me of just, you know, why wouldn't they see it anyway if they first, but I guess they're saying we like so many pages Mm -hmm. that we can't see everything. There's no way. So they determine what we're going to see. And if you look at, if anyone has a Facebook page, a business page, when you start scrolling down your um, page, your profile, you start seeing, you know, 17 people saw this, 28 Mm -hmm. people saw this, 100 people, depending on the number of fans you have, it's usually, they say the average is about 6 to 10% of people will see your content. 6 to 10% of your fans Mm -hmm. will typically see. So if you've got scores that are in the high teens, or 20s, that's really good. Right, that's and really and you see that awesome. in your um, statistics for your page, the insights. Well, you know, you see it on every post now. On Ooh, every that's On every single new. post, yeah. As soon as you, um, I mean, 
as soon as you post it, it's oh, not immediate, it but yeah. within, yeah, within maybe an hour, you'll see um, how many people, you know, 86 people uh, liked this, but then you look and see how many people actually, I'm, I'm actually on somebody else's page, and I, you cannot, a fan cannot see Right, but I'm, I'm looking on my page, so yeah, like the, the post that I did own. earlier today to talk about the show today, um, so I did it two hours ago, and it's showing 103 people reached, right. and that was 12%. Um, right, so, 100, so that's a good... That's a yeah, good that's, that's a pretty good number. Yeah. Uh, now, what I'm seeing, too, is that I could go back and promote something so I can change my mind and make it pop up again, right? Exactly. So you again. can take a post that's a couple days old and say, as long as it's not older than three days. Okay. So three is the magic number. You know, three days old, and when you promote it, it stays for three days. After mm-hmm. three days, it's done. It'll move on. Nice. So, yeah, but- it's interesting. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's kind of cool to, to have that option. Like you said, if you've got maybe a sale at your business or a seminar that you're getting ready to do, you know, you can definitely try those to, to have things pop up a little bit higher. And it's just $5. And, you know, okay. 5 and 10 I believe, were the options it was giving me. Right. So, you know, that's not a ton of money to try experimenting with this. Now, obviously, right. you don't want to do it with, you know, 100 posts a week. That could get rather expensive, and that's going to get annoying to people. Yeah, um, well, and I, I tell people, really, use these tools um, you know strategically what mm-hmm. how do I want to use them what do I want to use them for is there an event I want to promote um, you know are you trying to drive more eyeballs back to your page mm-hmm. um, so that's one way to do it and you know the edge rank uh, piece of Facebook is just this mystery for people to say why aren't people seeing my post but you mm-hmm. also have to keep in mind and I think it's educating our fan base when you like a business page, when I, as my personal profile, go and like a business page, if I hover over the word like, it gives me an option to show those posts in my news feed, mm-hmm. which to me, the first time I saw that, I was scratching my head going, what do you yeah. mean? Wouldn't I so want if, it to be there no matter what? Yeah. So that means if people don't click that, it may not be in their news feed. So, again... If someone engages with your content on a regular basis, mm-hmm. they're going to see it. Or if they are a person that just doesn't, they don't comment a lot, they don't click likes a lot, but they still want to see your posts, I believe, I, I still have not found anywhere where this is written out, but I believe that would make sure that it shows up in your news feed. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, so that's another, again, all the mysteries of Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and and I know that just clicking like is is going to to make it show up a little bit more. Um, you know, if it, there are certain pages that I really want to make sure I see them all, especially you know, like maybe it's it's some of the the Denver pages now that I'm here in Atlanta, right. and and just clicking like on their post, it it tends to make them show up more. But if I do nothing, then they do disappear. And of course, the problem is if they disappear, then I forget that they exist. You know, I have the attention span of a gnat, and I'm right. on to the next bright shiny object. So it's it's really important, as you said, to train the people who. Who are working with us and who like our page, our you know our friends, our supporters, right. all those various people that they see those again. That's right. Well, and that's why you put some feel good posts. You know, feel good mm-hmm. posts are those that just people click like. Either they're funny yeah. or they are. Um, but here's what's a really interesting thing: we had somebody in, a couple weeks ago who said she was very frustrated. She owns a hair salon, 
and she was very frustrated because she never sees her business posts in see, her I personal didn't see page. Mine today. Well, here's an interesting thing to think about. How often do you like or comment your own posts? Normally I do. Oh, but do see, you? I would have gone a couple of weeks without. Yeah. So it forgot me. Yeah. So I said that's exactly what happens to your fans. You know, I never comment on my own. I, Gina never comments on getting geeky posts. Right. Um, it just so seems I a little see. egotistical. Yeah. Well, and uh, and people know my two are associated, and but it, but it, and I'm always looking at the getting geeky page. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was an interesting thing for people to be aware. That it's not that your posts are not going out. It's that you typically don't engage with your own content. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're not going to see it show up in your news feed. Right. Yeah. And so, like, when that happened to me today, I went back to my page and, you know, and, and, and clicked like. So now my stuff is showing up again yeah. for myself, which, exactly. again, that just seems bizarre. It does. Um, it's crazy. But, you know, that's that's social media. It's all crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you know, they've, they've made some other changes. What about this change that I saw a couple of days ago where, you know, you're in your, your uh, personal page. So let me pop back over there so that I make sure I ask this question right. And now it gives you the option to opt out of a conversation. Right. Are you talking about a, um, a message? Right. Or or a regular. Um, it's a, a regular post, and, and post. I heard that this right. was this just kind of started a couple of days ago, where it was something that you know maybe it was a post that a friend did. You know, they posted pictures of their cat, and right. everybody's going, "Oh, pretty kitty, pretty kitty, pretty exactly. kitty, pretty kitty." You could opt out of that so that you stop seeing pretty kitty, pretty kitty, pretty kitty. <laughs> exactly, because it does make you crazy when you mm-hmm. just comment on someone's picture and you say, oh, congratulations, but then 50 other people comment after you and you keep getting notifications, you simply can opt out of that discussion. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a private message. Um, Some people don't know how to use the private message feature and they start a message with a whole group of people and then everybody is commenting and you keep getting uh, notifications that you have a message, but it's just oh. all these people. So you can just opt and out of And it's people you don't even know. And they're people you don't know. So yeah. you definitely want to, um, you know, again, manage the information flow, which mm-hmm. is crazy today. There's so much to, to, there's so much to manage between Google Plus, between Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest. It's like we, we're just, there's too many places to look. Well, you know, speaking of that, I'm looking on a post that you did about earlier about the show, and one of your friends said, is there an app to merge a person's Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest accounts? Yeah, that was interesting. Steve, I, I think his last name is pronounced Kokovar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve, shout out to you if you are listening, because he actually had two questions, and one was, is there a third-party app that, that uh, merges... First of all, I don't know that you would want to merge Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest because they're such different They're pretty audiences. different, right. They're very different. Like if I posted everything I post on Twitter, if I put all of that on Facebook, people would despise me. Um, you know, the stuff I share on my personal Facebook is very different than what I share on my business mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, so, But there is a tool called Pinnerly. P-I-N-E-R-L-Y, Pinnerly.com, is really known as the Hootsuite for Pinterest. Ah. And there are some people who are really using Pinterest in a way to promote their business, and they might mm-hmm. have a, 
maybe they sell something on Etsy or they have a product they sell or um, depending on the type of business you're running, you might be using Pinterest and you want to measure the analytics, you know, how many people pinned my, repinned my items. Um, and Pinnerly.com allows you to see the performance of your pins. Cool. Um, so that, but it does not incorporate Twitter or Facebook. Okay. I have heard rumor that Hootsuite um, is trying to get the API to For allow Pinterest? you to post directly from Hootsuite. But you know what I do? I've added the little pin, it's mm-hmm. called pin it button to my browser. So right, when I'm then on it's a website, easy. you can just, mm-hmm. yeah, pin from there. But yeah, it's, that was a great question from Steve. I, I don't right. know of any at this time. Well, and let's talk about his other question when we come back. I think we are about ready for a break. So when we come back, let's talk about Pinterest and Google Plus. Um, you know, it's Google, you know, I posted on Google Plus earlier today and it's like, hello, 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 hello. hello. You know, is there anybody still there? And if so, what the heck are they doing there? So great. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk Pinterest and Google Plus. Those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail, and your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. Listen, if you're considering buying hardwood flooring, don't do anything until you've written down this number and received your free lumber liquidators catalog. The flooring was high quality with an unbeatable price tag. Call in the next 10 minutes to get your free catalog. What I bought at Lumber Liquidators is a vastly higher quality than flooring I had installed six years ago, and for a fraction of the cost. So if you want great hardwood flooring at unbeatable prices, trust Lumber Liquidators. We buy direct from the mills. Call right now to get our flooring guide and catalog absolutely free. It's filled with top quality hardwood flooring, including solid hardwoods, laminates, and bamboos, and even Bella Wood prefinished flooring with a 100-year transferable warranty. The same floor Bob Vila has in his home. This free catalog is full of tips, ideas, and our flooring project list to make your buying decisions easy. Hurry, call right now to get a copy of this free guide and catalog. Call 877-413-2193 to get your free copy now. 877-413-2193. 877-413-2193. Performance Apparel is South Metro Denver's premier corporate and athletic apparel store. We're your one-stop shop for creating a personal yet professional look for you and your organization. We can assist you in outfitting your corporate team, baseball team, lacrosse team, soccer team, hockey team, football team, or any other team you're involved with. Our goal is to outfit your team for success. We offer in-house full-service embroidery, a state-of-the-art banner and sign maker, screen printing, a graphic designer, vinyl and heat press letter logos, tackle twill, so on lettering, leather jackets, hats, shirts, and other corporate imaging. Learn just why we've been chosen to be the official corporate image consultant and provider for MileHighRadio.com by clicking on the banner ad on their website. Remember the name in South Metro Denver. It's Performance Apparel.
And we are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and with us today is Gina Schreck. You know, you just absolutely have to love technology. We are a thousand miles apart, um, and here we are having a great conversation. I know we've got people listening all over everywhere, and they will also listen then to the recorded version. So, you know, tech is fun. We love tech. And with me is, of course, Gina, who is the queen of tech. I mean, you know, she has this crown. You would not believe the crown that Gina has. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it is so cool. But, you know, it it messes your hair up. So, yeah, yeah, you just don't take it off. You just wear it all the time. That's it. And she does because she is always talking tech. Tell us, Gina, how we can find you online so that you can talk tech to everybody. Yeah, well, I always say to people, Google my name probably is the easiest, but I'm on Twitter, just at Gina Shrek. My website, you can even go to GinaShreck.com. It points to my Synapse Connecting website. Um, yeah, there, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Pinterest. I love my Pinterest boards. I'm very proud of the time invested in my Pinterest boards. And my Pinterest account is just Pinterest.com slash GinaShreck. Cool. So pretty much just GinaShreck and you can find me. Okay, let's talk Pinterest. You know, I'm still playing with it. I have a Pinterest account. I have all these people that I'm connected with that I have no idea who a lot of them are, where, how they've connected with me. This just like they find me. Um, but I know I'm not optimizing it to, to the way that I should be. So what is the, you know, how is the best way for a professional maybe, whether it's a business or just somebody promoting themselves, to use Pinterest and also to have fun with it? Right. And I, you know, I always say not every platform makes sense for every business, but if you look at, not necessarily should you be on Pinterest, but are your customers on Pinterest? Mm -hmm. Because if your customers are on Pinterest, it's worth checking out uh, because you want to know how are they using it? Why are they using it? What are they doing on Pinterest? And, you know, we're finding more and more of our clients really should have a Pinterest account to share strategic things like products that you recommend. Uh, maybe pictures that depict your business. And um, what I'm seeing, and, you know, just a lot of businesses, I think people are making it a little too marketing cr- uh, cluttered with a lot of copies of text and things that people do not repen. People mm-hmm. love the, the visual of Pinterest. So, you know, one thing I tell companies, go to your website and do you have pictures there? Because flash on a website is not pinnable. Right. So if you blog, make sure you have pictures mm-hmm. for that blog post so that people can pin and share your blog post. If you have, um, you know, on each on each page of your site, you have photos, sharing photos. Those are pinnable. But for a business on Pinterest, biggest tip is make sure your profile is filled out with links back to your website, with a bio, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. Um you know, well, and ultimately, everything should go back to your website, whether it's your everything. Facebook page or Twitter, because that's where you have the most information, and that's where that's it's right. easiest for people to contact you and, and things like that. Right, right. So that you know, that's the the most helpful is making sure that you have your um, information there for people to get a hold of you. And then if you're pinning things, for example, I have a a board on Pinterest called Synapse Connecting because it's our name of our business. I have on Synapse Connecting their social media. Um, tools and tips and they're in visual form so there might be some infographics there and then I have another board called Tech Goodness 
and those are gadgets that I find, maybe keyboards for my iPad that I want to recommend, cameras that I love, you know, things that I get questions about, those are great pinning tools, great pinnable tools to point back to my business. And then there's just, if I always say each social platform should draw people closer into relationship with you and your business. So Pinterest allows people in a visual way to kind of get a peek into who you are and who your business is mm-hmm. um, by sharing different pictures. So it, it may not make sense. It may be a complete um, just pastime activity for you, but it never hurts to see where these um, hotbeds, what happens with them. Well, and, and I'm looking on Gina's page right now on Pinterest. It is so much fun. You know, anybody who doesn't know Gina, you have to get to know Gina because she is, you know, I, I'm, I had said that we were going to have a fun, tabulous time today, which is true. You know, you, you have to have fun with Gina. So I'm looking. So, you know, we've got shoes. You have 65 pins on that board because shoes are one of your passions. There's a little pig for things that you want. So these are very cool. I need, I need you know, that and, pig. Yeah, yeah. The, the nice yeah. thing is it's just like posts on Facebook. Facebook. We post things to get people so that they know us. You know, it's a, to right. me, social media is the online water cooler. That's you right. know, we used to walk past the coffee machine, the water cooler, and say, hey, watch, watch on TV last night what book you're reading, and you go be bopping merrily along. Now we have social media, and this is how we get to know if we want to work with somebody or get to know them socially or a combination. Right. So, you know, I, I love this. You have, how many boards do you have? You have I, 57 boards. I Holy do. cow. And, you know, I started out with probably six, mm-hmm. and then I kept finding there's just so much out there. <laughs> so, well, you, know, you just grow. It just keeps growing. And, you know, I had Beth Hayden on um, back in May, and, and she really does a lot with Pinterest. In fact, she's writing a book on Pinterest. And one of her tips was to... N- be very specific with your boards. Right. When we're too general, you know, like social media, she said that was just an icky board for me to have because it was way too general. I should have a Facebook page, a Twitter board, you know, all those various things so that that way people, you know, if they, if they really only wanted tips for Twitter, they right. only had to go to that board. And I love that tip. Right. Yeah, the more specific and the more creative the names of your board. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did a thing on all my boards where the the word that really describes what is in that board mm-hmm. is all capital. So, um, you know, I have ah, shiny I objects or, or all jewelry pictures and things that shiny, my castle or yours. I tried to come up with creative mm-hmm. because to me Pinterest inspires creativity. I love right going on Pinterest and being inspired. It inspires blog ideas. It, it, it really shows me kind of trends, what people are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always say it's all things fabulous, and, and it's just really looking at what do people want to spend time doing. This gives you a little idea. Not, not that it's one trend that it really is showing us is people love pictures. And you've got to make sure in your business, regardless of what business, it could be cabinetry, you better have lots of pictures to show me right? because we love pictures. Anyone in cabinetry work or kitchen remodel or decking needs to be on Pinterest because, mm-hmm. you know, the Oh, they could be showing audience. gorgeous pictures. Oh, yeah. So Pinterest is an interesting one to look at. I always say don't log on before 8 p.m. Uh, because, you know, during the day it could totally suck your time. Um, because it's just 
Um, I, it's like sitting and looking at a stack oh. of magazines. And, and you know, I am the kid with bright, shiny objects. I'm like, ooh, oh. click, ooh, click, ooh, yeah. click, ooh, click. And then pretty soon I'm thinking, where did those four hours go? Where did those <laughs> <I> go? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, use with caution. Great. Okay, let's talk about Steve's other question, which was, is Google Plus still viable? Is it, you know, what the heck is going on with Google Plus? Yeah, it, it really is, and it is still a place I think businesses need to pay attention to. And last, uh, I want to say it was last week, it may have been two weeks now, um, Google made a couple more changes with Google Local, which um, if your business had a Google Places page, Mm -hmm. um, you went in and filled out all the information about your business, you would have a Google Place that when somebody Googled a service, your business can show up. Well, they merged that with, and it became now Google Local. And when um, when you're on your Google Plus account, down at the bottom left, there's uh, three dots that says more. That's where you'll see local. Then cool. See I just games. clicked on it. This is nifty. And it knows where I am, which always it, freaks me out. It is. Always, <laughs> that's what I When people always say, I don't want to tell Facebook everything or Twitter because people will know. I said, trust me. Google they know already anyway. knows where mm-hmm. um, And this is where if you have a business page, just like Facebook, you have a personal profile on Google and you have a business page on Google. And you really have to start, um, you know, deciding what content is shared on my personal. A lot of times people like to have their personal brand and their business page might be things that are shared that are a little bit different. So you can have your business page set up. And then the Google Local, just like Google Places, you want to fill out as much information as possible. And when you do that, you put, they allow you to pick 10 pictures. So 10 different pictures that depict your business. You can load ah. videos. I think five videos that depict your business you have. And what you want to do with those pictures and videos, make sure they're keyword loaded with mm-hmm. the, um, in the name of the videos and in the name of the pictures because when people do a search on Google, it, you want it to point to your business. Right. So to me, that's the main reason to stay on Google Plus is it is – run by Google, and it Mm -hmm. is still pretty active. What I notice, it's definitely more business than Facebook, but what I notice is once you get the circles with the right people in them, um, they're richer discussions than Facebook. Facebook, Mm -hmm. you get people that kind of, everybody's talking at the same time, and they click like a couple times, but Google Plus, you tend to get, you ask a question, and you'll get more answers. And I think we have to look at it and say we don't want to connect with the same people that we have on Facebook because those may not be the right audience. We want to connect with our customers here, not necessarily right. our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's different. But, um, you know, Google owns YouTube, and that to me is the bigger one, is you need to have your Google Plus account set up so that people can find you, and then you need to have a YouTube channel because that is still – videos come up higher in search than anything else. 
Well, and people love videos. They you do. know, it's it's one of those things where you know, if, if I if I can't figure out how to do something, I look for a video on it. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not going to sit down and read a whole bunch of stuff, even if it's on my computer screen. But I'll watch a video. Exactly. And you know, it's it's amazing to me the things that people post as video. I was searching. I don't even know what I ended up searching for, but what I got was uh-huh. how to pack a small bag for um, long distance travel for like four or five days. Love and it. it was this woman showing you how to fold your clothes in a way that you could take like five outfits in this little bitty bag. Oh and nothing gosh. was wrinkled. I, it, oh, I just, of course, I bookmarked it. And, you know, it. it was it was so cool. But, yeah, there's videos for everything out there. Right. And, so, and I think that is the key is, you know, every business should sit down and write down what are the ten frequently asked questions that we get in our business. Mm-hmm. And then those are ten videos that you can create. And, then, and again, think of the questions that people will search for in Google. Make mm-hmm. that the title of your video. That question or that answer um, incorporated into the title of your video, the keywords of your video, and then and make those short two- to three-minute answers. And uh, now you've got a, a YouTube channel that points people to your business. And I think that's cool. a really smart strategy to get people going. You know, and, and we're not talking about spending tons and tons of time. I think that's the thing no. that freaks people out the most. And and so, you know, we're we're gonna take a break. Speaking of time, let's let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about some of the ways to save time and how to not be, you know, the kid like me where you click on everything and, and focus and, and do all of those. <laughs> but how if you're the, the busy business person, which we all are, right? Right. You know, how do you sit down and use these tools for ten minutes, fifteen, an hour, you know, per day? How do you really get your message out there to people so that people can find it and and then connect back with you? So let's talk about that when we come back from our last break. Great. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. You want to put your nest egg somewhere where it will grow. Gold has given investors a 300% return over the last 10 years. You want an investment that's safe. Gold American Eagles are guaranteed by the U.S. government for weight and purity. You want to work with someone you can trust. Blanchard & Company was founded over 35 years ago. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. You want an investment that's liquid in case you need your money fast. Well, Blanchard guarantees to buy back any gold you invest in with them at the current market rates anytime you want to sell. And you want someone you can talk to to ask questions and find out what's right for you. Blanchard has set up a special toll-free line to give you a free one-on-one consultation and information with a gold expert. Just call 800-249-9338. That's 800-249-9338. For free gold information, call now. 800-249-9338. 800-249-9338. There are many debt relief plans and scams out there. So if you find yourself with $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you just want the facts about legitimate debt relief solutions available to you, then call American Credit Card Solutions for a free informational kit that will tell you about your options in simple, easy-to-understand language. The kit is free, the shipping is free, and the consultation is free. Call 800-865-5013 now. No hard sell, no pressure, just a candid discussion with
with a professional who's equipped to help you make an educated decision. This free informational kit can be sent to you today so you can examine all the debt relief options available in the comfort of your home with no one pressuring you to make a quick decision. Call 800-865-5013 and ask for your free kit. This is a first-come, first-serve offer, and kits are limited. So call right now for your free debt relief informational kit. 800-865-5013. That's 800-865-5013. Call now. We are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and we're chatting about social media, everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks. It's amazing that, you know, we can, can talk about this for an hour and we still haven't talked about everything that has happened in just the last couple of weeks in social media because it moves so fast. But catching us up is the lovely, the talented, the queen of tech, Gina Shrek. Well, it's always fun to get geeky with you, Deb, and it's funny because you know, we're talking about Google Plus, and I'm, I just was kind of browsing during that break at some of the posts on Google Plus, and, um, I just tagged you in one of them because it's pretty funny. There's one. If you had to scratch one social media site off of your list, <laughs> what would it be? Which one would it be? Oh. I said, I, that's like Sophie's choice. I didn't I know. know. Don't take Pinterest. Wait, no, don't take Twitter. No, yeah. okay. Well, and, and I think that's the important thing to, to remember is they are all different and they serve different functions. Um, that's why I tell people, you know, if you're going to use something like Hootsuite, keep in mind that people read things differently. You know, I, right. it drives me nuts when somebody has Twitter going into LinkedIn and or Facebook and they've right. put hashtags, they've put the, you know, and if you don't, if you're not on those other platforms, you think these people can't type. And so what I do is, you know, say I'm going to link to the radio program later on today. I will definitely be doing that. I go into each one of my platforms, and it's not a ton. I mean, you know, it's Pinterest, it's Twitter, it's LinkedIn, it's Facebook, and it's it's Google+. And I write a post about it. But it's different wording for each one. Right. You know, I don't say the exact same thing in, in every single one because I know that it's different people that I'm connecting with. And people always say, oh, that takes too much time. Well, really, it takes me a couple minutes at the most because I cut and paste and then I edit. Right. You know, I, right. I start exactly. with something longer and then I edit it back down. I change the words a little bit. So it's not taking a ton of time. But what are some other tips to, to help people save time? You know, how long should we be spending? I have people that say, well, I, you know, I don't have any time. Really? You know, Ten minutes. Yeah, and that's what I, well, when people tell me they have no time, I ask them how much time do you watch TV? Because mm-hmm. we, we do have time. It's where we're using it. And to me, the best time-saving tool is mobile. Um, if you use an iPad or an, a tablet or your smartphones, there are so many minutes within our day that are wasted time. We're waiting for something. We have five minutes here or there. If I can get replies done, if I can schedule some posts, if I can do little slivers of time, I mean, the most ideal is in the beginning of your day, do your your social activities, get those um, Mm -hmm. scheduled, get your posts done, and then throughout the day, you might check in two or three times to answer people, to be present, but mobile allows me to be present 
in those in-between times. And to me, that's the best. But Hootsuite, a power tool like that, really is helpful because I can do everything within one dashboard mm-hmm. except for Google+. Plus. It's yep. still not. Google has not released the API, which is the... Um, you know, the, the allowing, nuts and bolts. <laughs> right. The developers allows the developers mm-hmm. to say you can use it on other third-party tools. And Google has not allowed anyone to do that just yet. Although, I keep saying Hootsuite, if you're an enterprise customer paying $1,000 a month. Right. Then you get to do that. Then you get to. And I'm not sure how they're allowing that. But Google's afraid that it's going to become polluted like Facebook. If everybody can copy everything going to the same our same content everywhere, that's what's going to happen. Well, and I think one of the things that, that Google Plus is doing, and you know, this is just a total guess on my part, is that they are growing slowly. Um, you know, that was, I think, probably part of the initial reason why you had to have an invitation to join. I mean, part of that too was right. we all went, oh, it's by invitation only. I have to be there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was the in. party. Right. So it, it created kind of that, that initial demand. But I think they have seen some of the mistakes and the missteps that Facebook has gone through and they're not going to do that. So they, they grow a little bit more slowly than just kind of throwing everything at the, the, the fan and seeing what right. can hit. That's cool, right. cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it really is amazing what's out there. And, and like I said, I stick to just kind of the big ones. To me, LinkedIn, though, is still the professional tool. Um, you know, and, and it when I knew, you know, I, I've known that I was going to move down here to Atlanta for about a year. So I started really actively building my fan base on, on or my, my connections on LinkedIn. So, but what I did a couple weeks ago, this was right before I moved down here, I uh, went in and you can send a message to 50 people at a time, right? On LinkedIn. Right. So, but I hid that. I didn't let everybody see everybody else on there. Right. So, you know, I know that they recognize that, you know, this was kind of a bulk email, but then if they responded, it wasn't going to everybody under the sun. And I said, you know, for those of you who I've connected with <coughs> in the, the past, you know, I, I sent a request to connect saying that I was moving to Atlanta and now that time has come. I would love to have coffee with you to find out how I can be of assistance to you. And I sent that to uh, about 125 people. I got back over 75 responses from people saying, we would love to, let us know when you're here. And so I kept it short, I kept it sweet, I told them exactly what I was, but I also didn't say, I want to connect with you so that I can tell you about my business. I wanted to find out about them. And I think to me that is one of the best tips for any of these platforms is how can we help other people? Yeah, that and that really is is becoming a valuable resource before you need it. You mm-hmm. know, and that's I think again a lot of people who work for an organization they see social media as a marketing tool and that's just for marketing departments or people in sales. Right. They and then it gets too used car salesy. Exactly. And then what happens? They lose their job and they have no network. Right. Now they're scrambling to try to connect mm-hmm. with people. You're smart in that you have been building this network, providing resources for others, um, building the relationships so that people are more than happy to meet with you, connect you to people because you're already part of the network. You're not an outsider that doesn't have that trust built. Mm-hmm. 
So you're right. I think LinkedIn, and it was funny because right after I said I couldn't let go of one, LinkedIn would probably be the one that I wish I could let go of. Um, because to me, and I know it's a mental block, I see it as more, um, more work um, and less fun because it's such a business tool. It is. It's definitely less fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I find that it is the one that I spend the least amount of time on. Yeah. And, but I know people who really actively use it and they are very, very successful. Um, but you know, invariably, if I have to meet with somebody that I've never met before, or, you know, or maybe I met them quickly at a networking thing and I'm going to meet them and, and have a more in-depth thing. LinkedIn is where I go. I want to look right. them up there to see a little bit more about their professional life. Um, you know, I looked up the person who bought our house in Denver. That was fun. Um, you know, and, and all these various things. But that's where I go when I'm getting ready to have a business meeting with somebody. So it is still, a, you know, pretty valuable Great tool. Research. And, you know, the way that I consume more LinkedIn is I downloaded their new app. It's fairly new. Uh, they have an app for the iPad, and it's beautiful because it puts it in the format of a magazine. Ah, and mm-hmm. kind of, if you're a Flipboard or Zite user, it's like that, where you can kind of see the posts and comment and like them all in one spot, in a, in a beautiful magazine style. Mm-hmm. And so if you commit to once a day flipping through your magazine and and maintaining those relationships, answering questions and right. so forth. That's easier for me than going to LinkedIn and and clicking and reading and, and so mm-hmm. forth. Well, and, you know, the, we were talking about it just a minute ago, the time-saving tips, the you know, the mobile apps, whether it's your iPad or your, your iPhone or your Droid, to me, that's the key. I mean, that is ultimately, because, you know, if I get to a meeting five minutes early, what do I do? I go check out Facebook or, you know, I, I go on to Twitter real quick. It's also, you know, maybe you're, you're waiting for somebody, you're waiting right. for, you know, you're at a restaurant. Now, you know, you, know, you, you don't want to be doing that, but it's funny when you look around and everybody else is doing it, too. I do it all the time. I know, you know, and, and we've, we've become the people of short attention spans, but you know, it, it, that is the way to do that very quickly. Um, now, you know, never when you're at the stoplight or, you know, anything right. like that, we don't well, ever it, do that. No, waiting, no. I'm waiting for my daughter to come out from her yeah. friend's house. I'm wait- I always have my iPad in mm-hmm. my, in my bag. And so yeah. it's just whip that out. I can, I can read while I'm waiting in mm-hmm. the morning. I like getting up with coffee and Flipping through all my social magazines, just like we used to get up and read the newspaper, right. mm-hmm. I kind of can go through um, in probably 30 minutes and really wish I had more time mm-hmm. to just sit and, and go through some of these. But what I like is I can, in the old days, I would read the newspaper, clip out articles, mail mm-hmm. them to clients. Now, now you put I them can, on Pinterest. Well, yeah, you pin them, or you can <laughs> write from the article going, oh, I need to email this mm-hmm. to, you know, Rebecca over at this company. I need right. to, I need to mm-hmm. tweet this one out. So it's it's nice nice tool and you know it it seems like it makes life more complicated but it actually does make life easier we just end up doing it more might be the where we where we think it takes more time right like all really good point i mean to think how we used to say if you were in sales which i was for years I would literally get the the Denver Business Journal. Mm -hmm. I would clip out articles. I would make copies of articles. I would send them to clients. Mm -hmm. Yes, they were in a nice handwritten note. However, today I can do so much more in a short period of time using these tools. 
Well, and, and so you can network more effectively, you can use your time better, so that then you can go play on Pinterest and, you know, all of those various <laughs> things. And, you know, the, the thing is, if you're like me, and you are the, the child of short attention spans, you know, if I really have to focus, I turn them off. Yeah. You know, I'm, because, and I, you know, it did take me a while to figure out that the world will not stop if I don't read Facebook posts. And, you know, if it's really, really important, somebody will probably let me know what happened. Um, I, but That is so true. I did that oh, the other day. I didn't post anything on Twitter in the morning. I thought, you know what? The world will actually still continue spinning. I know. And if it's something <laughs> catastrophic, we'll find out. You know, you know, here I am in Atlanta, and I know about the fires in Colorado from Facebook. Um, you know, and, yeah. and so I'm, I'm able to keep up on all of that that way. But, you know, it wasn't like I had to stop and read a newspaper to do all of that. It was I read a quick post, I went online, and again, it took me five minutes as opposed to where's the paper, hmm, where's my reading glasses, oh, wait, oh, oh wait, oh, there's cartoons. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I am the kid with bright, shiny, shiny objects. Shiny object, shiny object, yeah. You know, and, and so to me, it allows me to focus better. Um, to, to have all of these tools. But yeah, you know, if I have to, I turn them off. Or for the, the business owner who might really get sidetracked, set a timer and decide, okay, I'm only going to spend 15 minutes. I'm not going to look at the high school pictures. I'm not going to do this. That's I'm right. only going to do business. So great. Well, Gina, as always, we have Look, run out, out of time. time and have, you know, way, way, way too much stuff to talk about. So, you know, we, we just make this kind of an ongoing date that we do this every That's couple right. of months, catch we up on to. what's been going on. And, you know, so we will definitely do that. So people, if they, if you have questions, um, make sure that you connect with Gina online. Just Google her name, which is Gina Schreck, S-C-H-R-E-C-K. Yep. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. S-C-H-R-E-C-K. Yeah, we, it's, it's not the big green monster, no. <laughs> um, as always, thank you to Scott back in the studio. I used to say the man behind the glass. He is still the man behind the glass, but now he's way far away and he's behind my computer screen. So this is just very bizarre to me to be doing this. But so happy that this worked out to be able to use this tech because now I can continue being the socialite on Mile High Radio in Atlanta. Isn't this so cool? So catch us next week. I don't know who my guest is yet, but we will have somebody fun and thrilling, and we'll talk more social media. So thanks much for listening, and we will catch you again. Bye, everyone. You're listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com, on the World Wide Web, for your listening pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.